0: Welcome to Asset Protection Today with attorney Bill Alexander. Thank you so much for joining us today. I am Jason Kong, and I have the pleasure, as always, of being here with Bill Alexander. Bill, how are you today?
1: Good morning, Jason. I am really, really good this morning. Uh, And the reason I'm good is the pressure's off me. I I have my good friend, Warren Koble, with me today, Uh, and let me put it this way. I refer so many of my clients to Warren. Uh, He he owes me a lot of money for that. (laughs) Actually, we have absolutely no business relationship, but I have learned to trust Warren over many, many years. Uh, And and, uh, I do, in fact, refer an awful lot of my clients to Warren. And, And I will say this, he will be embarrassed by it. But in my book, Warren is the very top social security expert in this country. I have never, ever met anyone, anywhere, uh, attorney or anyone else that knows more about social security than Warren Coble. And, of course, his business is in Ashboro. He doesn't charge enough money. I've told him that many times, and his response is always, Bill, I'm in Asheboro. I can't charge more. So, you know, the, and, and that's fine. You know, it just saves my clients money. But the, the fact is, uh, no matter what, it, uh, if it's related to Social Security or Medicare, uh, Warren is the guy who I turn to myself, even though I know a little bit about it myself, uh, actually more than most. But uh, I need an expert, and Warren's it. So, welcome, Warren.
2: <laughs> Thank you, Bill. You're so kind. And I do appreciate the opportunity to be with you guys today to talk about so- Social Security and Medicare items today.
1: Well, well, well Warren, you, you know, uh, the notices just went out from Medicare. Uh, and I know that they are called ANOX. Uh, And I have no clue what that is, other than the fact that you get a letter from Medicare. So first of all, could you explain what it is uh, that we seniors uh, get this
2: time of year? Yes, sir. An ANOC is actually an annual notice of change. And that comes actually from the individual's Medicare carrier or their prescription drug provider. And the annual notice of change just alerts seniors to what changes are going to be made in their plans for the following year and encourages them to review those changes to be sure that their plan is still going to be satisfactory for them for the following year. Uh, The carriers change. um, They can change their premiums, deductibles. They can change copays. They can change the formulary, which is the list of covered medications. And if all of a sudden you're taking an expensive medication and you don't pay attention to the formulary change, your medicine may not be covered the next year. So we all encourage right. everyone to review their ANOT carefully. If there are any questions, call their carrier or call their agent. Start okay. out with the carrier.
1: All right. Well, okay. But all right. So just so we try to, you know, nail this down, when when you're talking about carriers, I I assume you actually have to be talking about Medicare Advantage plans.
0: Not Not, necessarily,
1: Bill. All right. Well, I mean, because Um, you have a lot of folks who are on traditional Medicare, and then you have folks who have elected to go to Medicare Advantage plans. Now, I realize you also have those Part D drug plans. Correct. but does does the traditional Medicare plan actually change in the same way that you're talking
2: about? that No, no. Yeah. it is the prescription drug plan portions that change so you can have a standalone plan with original traditional Medicare. Uh, some folks with traditional Medicare also add a Medicare supplement. Um, the Medicare supplements generally don't change until Medicare changes. Um, and Medicare changes their premium, their deductible, their co-pays, but that's standard across the board for the many millions uh, of individuals who are on traditional Medicare. But the prescription drug plans called PDP, those do change a lot during the spring and the summer. And um, excuse me, they change in the fall, effective January one. Changes always come out in the fall and are effective January 1. And then the Medicare Advantage plans, which are some folks label it as an alternative to Medicare, it really isn't, it's still Medicare, but it's a different division of Medicare. Um, Folks can either stay with traditional, where they keep their Medicare A hospital insurance, their Medicare B medical with Medicare, or they can um, sign up for a Medicare Advantage plan, which are offered by private insurance companies. The prescription drug plans also are never offered by Medicare. Those are always through private insurance companies. So,
1: well, my experience, Warren, is that most of my clients who can actually afford a Medigap or Medicare supplement plan tend to stay on traditional Medicare. And, and those that can't or they can't get a supplement plan because of where they live or otherwise, um, they tend to go with Medicare Advantage plans. Uh, now, of course, the drug plans are totally separate uh, most of the time, unless the Advantage plans cover drugs, too. But Correct. Uh, I I get that. Okay. So one of the things I've always said to my clients, because young people don't realize how complicated life gets when you turn (laughs) 65 uh, and you retire, they think, you know, that we just go off into the sunset and enjoy life. We have no responsibilities, no, no, uh, uh, problems to solve, you know, all of that's for young people. And the fact is, it gets far more complicated for seniors than most people realize. Uh, uh, and, and so that's why I want you here as my guest, uh, because you can straighten this out. So tell us why it's important uh, with, with these uh, annual notice of changes.
2: What do we need to be doing? What what Folks should review the notice. It's Some of them will be simple if there are very few changes, and the ANOC notices do lay out the changes. It'll it'll lay out all the different benefits, and it will say what it was for the previous year, what it is for the coming year, so that the person can see each change that's going to come down the line for them. And I think one of the most important things is the premium changes and the formulary change. Um, Some of the companies... Uh, last year, one of, one of the companies in particular, they raised their premium about $20 a month. And so if folks don't pay attention to that annual notice of change, as a general rule, that plan is going to automatically roll over to the next year. And then they're stuck. Basically, they cannot get out of that plan for another whole year.
1: Well, let me let me introduce you this. Uh, let's say you, you get this uh, letter from Medicare and you review it carefully as you're supposed to, uh, and you find that a a, a drug that you have been taking for years that your plan has covered is no longer going to be covered by that plan, Uh, which I I assume if that were the case, then it's going to be an out-of-pocket cost for you unless... Uh, unless there's another similar drug that that your doctor would prescribe. Uh, So at that point, should I be looking for other drug plans or other Medicare Advantage plans?
2: Yes, absolutely. The preview period bill actually starts on October the 1st. So for two weeks from October 1st to October 14th, individuals can preview the plans to see what is going to be available to them. Um, I highly recommend that they can use medicare.gov. It's relatively easy to set up a MyMedicare account on MyMedicare.gov. And then they can just load their drugs. They can put in their pharmacy uh, based on their zip code or the pharmacy that they want to use. And then the Medicare system will tell them which Medicare prescription drug plan or which Medicare Advantage plan will cover their medications at the lowest annual cost. It will also tell them if there's any formulary restrictions like non-covered medications. It will tell them what the tier levels are. It'll tell them uh, if there are quantity limits. It's just Medicare.gov is loaded with information. And that's a system that we use every single day is Medicare.gov.
1: Okay. So Medicare.gov is actually the uh, the better place to go to compare plans. Then. I mean, I, I know I've taught uh, to a lot of clients about the, uh, uh, you know, the SHIP uh, website that is yes. used by the Depart- the North Carolina Department of Insurance. They have a link uh, called SHIP that also compares uh, uh, all sorts of insurance, including Medicare plans and drug plans and the like. Uh, do you find that Website useful as well, or is Medicare.gov really the
2: best place to go? We prefer to use Medicare.gov. I've never actually used Ship to research medications, and I want to also Bill put in a plug for our Ship uh, out of the North Carolina Department of Insurance. We do refer some of our clients to our local Ship counselors. There are Ship counselors in every county in the state, and uh, Ship stands for State. Uh, seniors Health Insurance Information Program. Uh, it is sponsored by the North Carolina Department of Insurance and they do generally an excellent job. Uh, they do not charge for their services. And uh, of course, they primarily this last year with COVID have had to work by mail and by phone as most of us have. Um, and I'll be glad to, uh, I'll give you the website. It's www.nc.org. S H I I P dot com. And the phone number is 855 408 1212. And I'm going to repeat that the, ph- the phone number for SHIP, the Seniors Health Insurance Information Program, is 855 408 1212. So Coach, that, I'm glad that, you brought that, that up, Bill.
1: Well, and I would say that the SHIP website is one of the few places that people can go to get objective information about these plans because we all get inundated with mail from these drug plans saying our plan is the best or whatever, but they don't know who they're talking to. And, you know, if you take a particular drug or if you have a, a particular doctor or whatever, Um, you you know, you got to know what's covered and what's not. And I I know a lot of plans work in Raleigh that may not work in Asheboro or down in Ahoske or some other place in the state, uh, which might be very important as
2: well. That's correct. Bill, while we're on this subject, let me talk about, you mentioned about getting all of these, this mail, you know, our plan is the best and phone calls, good night, folks get phone calls every day. Uh, and especially folks who are aging into Medicare. And I just encourage people to be extremely careful with who you deal with. Uh, Talk to some of your friends uh, or neighbors or family and say, what did you do with your Medicare? Don't make your decision based on what your friend or your family member did, but work with reliable agents. There There are some bad actors out there and they're, all they're concerned about is making a sale. And while I'm on that subject, I'm gonna address something that's on television every day, several times a day, especially on the channels that seniors watch is these uh, commercials of free, free, free Medicare benefits. Call this toll free number and we'll help get your, uh, this paid for you for free. We'll even get you money back in your social security check and those are normally uh, pitched by sports stars and retired television stars or whatever. I just encourage people to be extremely careful with those because when it says free, 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 folks, you ought to know by the time you're 65 years old, there is no such thing as free, okay? (laughs) Plain and simple. So I just encourage people to be very careful. Those free things apply to a very, limited I mean very limited number of individuals you have to be in a certain economic situation for that to work and we've already worked with four clients of ours who fell for that toll-free number we're we're working with one right now and he um, uh, called us back and he said I'm so sorry I apologize I fell for it will you help me get back to where I need to be, because it's not what it was cracked up to me to be. And so I just wanna encourage people to be very, very careful with that this time of the year. Another point, Bill, is that no agent should ever, ever knock on your door without you having invited them there. That is patently illegal, and we encourage you to report it through SHIP to the Department of Insurance. We want to clean up the insurance industry. We've been trying for years Um, I'm a member of a a professional group uh, called um, North Carolina Professional Insurance Agents, PIA of North Carolina. And we have worked diligently to educate agents to help them understand what you can and can't do in marketing. Because uh, the insurance uh, the Medicare insurance industry is a lucrative business. A lot of people think, oh, I make a lot of money quick. It doesn't come quick, but it is very, we're, we're paid every month. Uh, by these insurance carriers, the, the different companies that operate in North Carolina to to write policies for these clients. And um, it once you get your clientele built up, it's, it's a very lucrative business. And so there, there, there are some people out there, though, that are desperate, who will not just bend the rules, they will absolutely break those rules. So, well, that's good to know. Well, Warren, uh, I know we could, you
1: and I could go on for hours, but I know Jason's sitting over there thinking, all right, I got to cut these guys off. So <laughs> basically, we got a lot to talk about, but I'm going to let Jason uh, l- l- give us a break here. Thank
0: thank Thank you, you, Bill, and thank you, Warren. We're going to continue our conversation with Warren Coble. As you have often heard on this program, Bill loves to mention Warren when it comes to Social Security, but Warren also knows a heck of a lot about Medicare, and we're going to continue our discussion on that right after this. Stick around. You're listening to Asset Protection Today with Attorney Bill Alexander, and we will be right back. Welcome back to Asset Protection Today with attorney Bill Alexander. You can learn more about him online at WGALaw.com. WGALaw.com. That's also the best place to register to attend one of Bill's free webinars. They are happening very, very soon, Wednesday, October 13th. Or is the next date for Bill's set of webinars. The morning session deals with long-term care assistance. That has to deal with Medicaid, VA benefits, and assistance that could be available to you if you are dealing with a long-term care crisis. The afternoon session deals deals with asset protection and trust planning, some of the many topics that we often talk about on this show. These are highly educational and informative webinars, and they are free to attend. All you need is a computer with uh, internet access and an email address or smartphone, any sort of device that'll work. Go to WGALaw.com, click on the seminars button, and register there. It's very easy to do. Wga-law. Dot com and click on the seminars button or if you want to call the office that phone number is 919-256-7000 919-256-7000 jason kong here with bill alexander we have a special guest today that is warren Koble. he is a certified senior advisor and bill we are talking all about medicare as the enrollment season has begun
1: well, no question, and, and since you were talking about my webinars, uh, let me just make a distinction because long-term care uh, often is, we talk about Medicaid, and Medicaid is not Medicare, although people get it confused all the time. They use one word, and they mean it the other program. Medicaid is the means-tested program that can help us with Medicare. Medi- uh, medical issues, get get us to the doctor, pay for the hospital, pay for the nursing home, things like that. Whereas Medicare it is um, it, it's not a means tested program other than the fact that you have to be uh, eligible for it. So let, which all of us eventually, if we live to be 65, are eligible for it, but I want Warren to tell us what that
2: criteria is, you know, let's go back to the basics. Okay, the basics for eligibility are that an individual has to either be 65 years old or be receiving Social Security disability benefits for 24 months. In addition to that, um, the 65-year-old must have worked and paid into the Social Security system at least 10 years and if they have not paid in then maybe their spouse has paid in or a former spouse has paid into the system so it requires at least 10 years of contributions to the system uh there's well let's many... let's
1: stop there because 10 years doesn't actually mean 10 years does it no
2: not 10 years in a row <laughs> it can be 10 <laughs> years anywhere over the person's working life to over their lifetime
1: And and not only that doesn't if you work a a certain amount of dollars in a quarter, doesn't that uh, make for a full year in terms of equivalencies? Yes, Bill, and I've got that chart right here. Oh, you don't have to bring out the chart. I'm I'm just I don't want people (laughs) Um, to think
0: that they have
1: to uh, that the eligibility requires
2: ten full years straight in order to be eligible because for this year. I've, yeah, for this year, 2021, $5,880 is considered a year of coverage. Okay. Even if but you
1: make that in the first
2: month, that, that yes, is the whole year. For that's you, that's so. considered a year. That is yeah. correct. Okay. That is correct. A little All bit right. of, keep going. Of, okay. So uh, when a person becomes um, eligible for Medicare or, or approaching eligibility, they're going to get notified. I'm amazed at the number of people who wait and wait and wait and just as in Your work there with WGA Law. uh, A lot of folks wait until the very last minute, or they're already in crisis mode whenever they approach your office. And that's not the time to plan ahead, folks. Planning ahead means that, and failure to plan ahead does not create a does not constitute an emergency on my part or on Bill's part. So you need to plan ahead on all of these issues and folks get inundated with mail starting about six to eight months before they turn 65 years old. And incidentally, uh, folks ask me all the time, they say, how do all these insurance companies know I'm turning 65 years old? And uh, the truth of the matter is that the insurance companies buy leads from social security. There is an exception to the Privacy Act that prohibits anyone from releasing information about you Uh, without your written permission. Um, But there's an exception in the Privacy Act that says seniors need to know this information. So therefore, we're going to sell these lists of names and addresses and attainments like somebody's going to be 65 in January or whatever. And then the insurance companies and, and different lead brokers sell those lists to agents to contact folks. And that's where all that comes from. And so Folks get inundated with letters every day, so nobody has an excuse to say, "I didn't know I needed to do something about my Medicare," because they get mail all the time.
1: All right, well, Warren, tell me this: what? Uh, all right, let's say that I'm not working anymore, and uh, I've turned sixty-five. In other words, my birthday's today, and I haven't done anything. I haven't contacted Medicare. But I've gotten all these letters and I just, I procrastinated, put it off. Uh, what have I mean, all right, let's say that I've missed my deadline or whatever.
2: I've, it's a month past my
1: birthday. What happens?
2: Okay, you can still get into the system. You'll just have a little bit of a delay. Uh, it normally, t- and an individual must apply through the Social Security Administration to become eligible for Medicare. Uh, you cannot apply for Medicare directly with Medicare, you have to go through Social Security. And then Social Security is the ones who determine your eligibility. And then they notify Medicare, this person is eligible, send them a card, uh, thus and so enroll them. So they need to move quickly. If you're already 65, and you don't have employer group health plan coverage, you need to move quickly because Bill, folks can be excluded from the system, you have what's called an initial enrollment period that begins three months before 65, the month of 65, and ends three months after 65. If you do not enroll in that period of time, you're locked out for up to a year to a year and a half.
1: Well, isn't there a, pr- a premium penalty
2: as well if you don't enroll on time? Absolutely. That premium penalty is 10% for each full 12 months. The current premium is one forty eight fifty. So if you delay 12 months, you're gonna pay an extra $15 a month for your premium. And Bill, that is a lifetime penalty. It's not a one-time penalty or a six-month penalty. It is a lifetime penalty. And the same thing with prescription drug coverage. You have this window of opportunity to get that. And if you don't, then you're locked out until the following year, and then you're charged a penalty. Uh, Generally, it's worth like about $3 a year, and that mounts up for every year and that's a lifetime penalty, also. So, people, folks, need you need to pay attention when you're approaching sixty-five.
1: Okay. Now, I've just uh, so we can, you know, hammer this thing down. I have a client who is turning sixty-five, uh, but she's a North Carolina state employee. Uh, So she's on the state health plan and she doesn't plan to retire. I mean, she's a full-time employee and plans to work as close to 70 as she can. Uh, So if you're a full-time employee, can you avoid uh, signing up for Medicare?
2: Yes, you can as long as you're covered by an employer group health plan. Now, if the employer group health plan has less than 20 employees, Generally, the person needs to sign up for Medicare. There is a differential in there between the number of employees. But for example, the, your your client right there who um, is a state employee plans to continue working, they do not have to take any action at all right at sixty five. Because they said, don't even uh, have
1: to give their name to Social Security for
2: Medicare purposes. Is that they're right? not re- they're not required to, however. It may be helpful unless that person is on a health savings account. Um, and there are all kinds of initials out there and all kinds of things. You've got flexible spending accounts, which are FSAs. You've got health savings account, which are HSAs. But an individual with an HSA account um, coverage, insurance-wise, who plans to continue working should not sign up for any part of Medicare because they are then prohibited from contributing to their health savings account, which defeats the purpose of having the health savings account in the first place.
1: Well, let me talk about HSAs, health savings accounts, because they're my favorite account that is out there. It's better than a retirement account. Um, Bottom line is you cannot have an HSA unless you have a high deductible plan. However, the government's definition of high deductible isn't that high. I think it's about $1,500 deductible, something like that. It's very, very low. Whereas most employer plans have a much higher deductible than that. And if your employer allows you to have an HSA, whatever uh, you push in, and now it's limited, but whatever you push into that plan uh, it comes off of your taxes because you don't have to pay tax on anything that goes into the plan. And whenever you can use it for any qualified medical expense, you don't have to spend it each year. You can actually use it for long-term care expenses later in life. And as long as you use it for a medical expense, you don't pay income tax on it when you use it. And there's another little quirk that a lot of folks don't realize, and that is that if you're just perfectly healthy, you never have to pay anything out ever, which, of course, I've never met anybody like that. But (laughs) if that were the case, uh, your HSA, you can use it like a retirement account uh, later. If you don't use it for a medical expense, you simply pay income tax on it as though it were a regular uh, retirement account. So in essence, HSAs are the most wonderful uh, deduction that you can possibly have while you're working.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Going back to your lady um, with the state and and others, not just state employees, um, but they may want to go ahead and file for Medicare Part A only. There is no charge for that. That's the hospital insurance part of Medicare. Uh, A lot of times uh, that deductible is only $1,484. A lot of times that will help offset the deductible if they happen to have a hospital stay. They won't have the medical benefits to pay the doctor anything, but the hospital insurance can be sort of a secondary coverage behind the employer plan. Plus that establishes their Medicare record and gets them a Medicare number. So when they do get ready to retire, that part is already in place. And we can assist individuals in applying for the Part B. We can assist individuals with finding an appropriate Medicare plan, um, appropriate drug plans or Advantage plan. And we we work all over the state of North Carolina. Uh, We do not make house calls. We do not make house calls uh, folks visit us at our office or we do Zoom calls or we do phone calls, but we work all over the state of North Carolina. Well, I, I know I
1: have referred so many people to you just so that they don't have to go to the Social Security office. You know, frankly, don't you ever go to the Social Security office without an appointment. And even if you have an appointment, plan to to, to wait a couple hours past your appointment time uh, is the worst situation I've ever seen. But uh, by using uh, Warren Coble and Associates, you can avoid actually having to go down to the social security office, which is a huge, huge blessing. Now, I know Jason wants to take a break, so we'll let him do that for us, Warren.
0: Thank you so much, Bill. And don't forget, you can find more information about Bill and his webinars that are happening on Wednesday, October 13th at WGALaw.com. WGALaw.com. Just click on the Seminars button at the top of the page, or you can call 919-256-7000, 919-256-7000. A quick break and back with more with our discussion with Warren Coble right after this. You're listening to Asset Protection Today with Attorney Bill Alexander, and we will be right back. This is Asset Protection Today with attorney Bill Alexander. Learn more about him online at WGALaw.com. WGALaw.com. That's also where you can register for Bill's webinars happening this Wednesday, October 13th, covering the subjects of long-term care assistance. That deals with Medicaid and VA benefits. And Bill has another session dealing with Asset Protection and Trust Planning. These are free to attend, free to register. If you enjoy learning from Bill on these programs, you'll very much enjoy the webinars as well. Go to wgalaw.com, click on the seminars button. Again, it's free to register and free to attend. Jason Kong here with Bill Alexander, our special guest on the show today, joining us via Zoom is Warren Coble. Warren is a certified senior advisor with Warren Coble and Associates. And today we're uh, having a conversation dealing primarily with Medicare. We're going to get into Social Security here in a bit. But uh, Bill, this has just been an incredibly informative conversation so far today.
1: Well, I appreciate that, Jason. Uh, uh, you know, Warren, when you signed me up for Medicare when I turned 65, um, I was not on Social Security because I took your advice to delay uh, receiving Social Security so I would get more money from Social Security over the years. Uh, and I know you give a lot of advice on that. But when I signed up for Medicare, uh, I met a lady called Irma. And, and she was not nice at all. I, I mean, and, and not only did it affect me, but it also affect my wife's uh, 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 health insurance as well, because we actually had a health insurance plan uh, at the time where we actually were covered without cost to us. And then uh, uh, Irma raised her head and said, you owe me almost $400 a month each. Uh, Oh, you should have heard my wife scream about that. All right. So, I I mean, I realize that some of us have to pay more for Medicare than that $148.50 per month and others can pay less. So can you explain how that
2: works? Yes, Bill. IRMA stands for Income Related Monthly Adjustment Amount, IRMAA. And for individuals who have higher incomes and higher income right now is determined to be around 180 $170,000 for a couple. And the interesting thing is that Social Security and Medicare look back two years at your income from two years ago to determine what your Irma adjustment may be for the current year. Uh, There are situations where individuals can Um, get away from Irma um, if they have what's called a life change event, which are things like marriage, divorce, death of a spouse, um, retirement from a job, loss of income producing property, things of that nature. A lot of folks who get caught into Irma on a one-time basis are individuals who maybe have a capital gain from the sale of property uh, or they cut timber Uh unfortunately I had one lady, the timber cruiser, and her tax person told her to divide her timber sale up over two years. So she ended up getting slapped by IRMA for two years. Uh whereas if she'd done it all in one year, then she would have only had the IRMA for one year. And in those times, you know, a lot of
1: folks don't know about Irma in terms of tax planning because it's not part of the income tax code.
2: That's correct. It's a Medicare issue. And so there it comes all of a sudden. And a lot of times there is absolutely nothing that can be done to try to avoid Irma and get rid of Irma.
1: And well, and in, in, in essence, people need to know if you're still working or you have a lot of income, even capital gains tax, then you're you will be charged additionally, not just but you and your spouse, if you file a joint Correct. income tax return, both of you get hit. That's what happened to me. And, you know, it's like, whoo, that's tough. Well, and of course, the the other thing, too, that a lot of folks uh, don't know as to how it works for us, since we were not on Social Security, and of course, Social Security normally would deduct your premium, but if you're not already on Social Security, you actually have to pay your Medicare premium on a quarterly basis. You just have to send them a check. Um, so I I learned all about that. You know, life experience <laughs> allows us to give people advice because we've seen it happen.
2: <laughs> That's it. <laughs> but folks get caught with this quite often now. Uh, there's a there's a lot of folks that are that are getting that are getting caught with this Irma. And on the reverse of Irma, Bill, there is another program that Social Security operates called Extra Help. And that's for individuals on the other end of the income spectrum. These are limited income individuals, limited asset individuals, and Social Security does have programs and Medicare has programs that will help pay for um, not only their Medicare Part B premium, but also pay for their prescription drug premium. It will give them lower co-pays and things of that nature. So, and SHIP also that we mentioned earlier in the show today, SHIP can help individuals apply for that extra help uh, to help them on that other end. Excellent. Well, I know Jason's going to need to take another
1: break, but when we come back, I want to talk about social security because uh, while you're here with us, uh, that's, uh, you know, part of your expertise. And I want you to be able to share that with our uh, sure.
0: And that will be done by our guest, Warren Coble. He is is a certified senior advisor with warren coble and associates if you want to find more information about him you can go online to warren that's w-a-r-r-e-n-c-o-b-l-e.com or you can call 336-879-0848 336-879-0848 and we will give that number out again later on in the program A quick break and back with more. You're listening to Asset Protection Today with attorney Bill Alexander, and we will be right back. to Asset Protection Today with Attorney Bill Alexander. Learn more about him at WGALaw.com. WGALaw.com is also where you can register for Bill's webinars happening this Wednesday, October 13th. If you want to learn more about long-term care assistance, dealing with Medicaid and VA benefits, or if you want to learn more about asset protection and trust planning, go to WGALaw.com. Sign up for Bill's free webinars. Again, it's free to attend, free to register. WGALaw.com is the website to go to. Click on that Seminars button or call the office, 919-256-7000. 919 256 Jason Kong here with Bill Alexander and our special guest today, Warren Coble, a certified senior advisor with Warren Coble and Associates. And Bill, so often on this show, when we have a discussion on social security, Warren's name comes up.
1: No question about it. He's the best expert in the whole country. So uh, people need to go to him. Warren, tell us Quickly about um, uh, Social Security eligibility and why, for most people, it's a good idea not to take Social Security early.
2: Sure, Bill. Uh, Social Security eligibility, going back to our discussion earlier about Medicare eligibility with 10 years, um, in order to draw Social Security, an individual has to have at least 10 years of covered earnings. And you can have a year of covered earnings with as little as $5,880 in earnings in 2021. Uh, Eligibility is still at 62. Social Security has gradually increased the full retirement age from 65. It's going to end up at age 67 for individuals who are going to be uh, born in 1960 and later. So those folks are coming up eligible next year, 2022. So all of a sudden, uh, they're thinking, hey, I'm 62 years old. I want to sign up for my Social Security. I've paid it all these years. I deserve it. Uh, I want to get my money back. And uh, Bill and I have had this discussion many times privately and in different seminars that we participated in um, together. But for individuals who decide to take that move, uh, you're going to be taking a 30% cut in that Social Security benefit. So if you end up at a $2,000 primary amount at your full retirement age, and you take that 30% cut, you're going to lose $600 a month for the rest of your life. So that's going to reduce that 2000 down to $1,400. That is huge.
1: Well, and for me, Warren, for me, Warren uh, if I'd taken it at 62, I would have gotten about $1,500 a month. If I had taken it at my full retirement age of 66, because I'm older than other folks, uh, it would have been about close to $2,500. And now that I am taking it at age 70 in October this month, I will get my first true social security check for myself. It'll be almost $3,500 a month for the rest of my life. And I'm so saying look, live a long, long life.
2: Yeah. So, so you look <laughs> at that swing, you look at that swing right there in that money amount bill. Of going from fifteen hundred to thirty five hundred, that is a two thousand dollars swing right. between those two. And folks need—I mean, you know—if you—if you don't have longevity on your side, if all of your family dies by the time they're sixty-five or seventy years old, yes, we recommend that you consider taking it early. But most folks will live well beyond the normal break-even point, which is normally about twelve years. So, most folks are going to live beyond that. Um, actually,
1: Warren, for those folks who are the full retirement age is 67, the break even age is actually about 10 years or less.
0: Yes.
2: That, yeah. And so, you know, it just makes sense to delay. Another thing that uh, a lot of folks do not realize, Bill, is that Social Security benefits are subject to federal income tax. And if you have other income, for example, from 401k distributions or pensions or some other uh, taxable income, and then you add that social security in there, and there is a break on the social security uh, taxation, but some folks are caught by that. So all of a sudden you're taking a big cut on the front end at 62. And then all of a sudden you're paying 15% income tax on top of that. All of a sudden you've cut your benefit uh, by 40% or 50%.
1: Well, Warren, I know we're going to have to take a break, but when we come back, I want you to cover one confusing area. Because, for instance, for the last several years, I've been taking half of my wife's so I could delay my own. But I know the rules have changed a little bit. So if you could tell us briefly when we come back about restricted spousal benefits. Sure.
0: Sure. We will get into that discussion right after this. We're having a chat with Warren Koble, a certified senior advisor with Warren Koble and Associates. If you happen to have questions for him, you can go to Warrencoble.com. That's Coble with a C. You can find all plenty of information about him there and ways to get in contact with him if you want to call him. That phone number is three three six eight seven nine zero eight four eight. 879 848 Three three six eight seven nine zero eight. And don't forget, Bill has his free webinars happening on Wednesday, October 13th. The best way to register is to go to WGALaw.com. It's very easy to do. Just click on the seminars button at the top of the page if you want to learn more about long-term care assistance, or if you want to learn more about asset protection and trust planning, this is a wonderful way to do it. Again, it's happening on Wednesday, October 13th. If you miss this sign up period, you're going to have to wait a whole nother month. So be sure to go to WGALaw.com. Com. Click on that Seminars button so that you can attend Bill's webinars happening on Wednesday. A quick break and back with more. This is Asset Protection Today with Attorney Bill Alexander, and we will be right back. This is Asset Protection Today with attorney Bill Alexander. Learn more about him online at WGALaw.com. Jason Kong here with Bill Alexander. Our guest with us today via Zoom is Warren Coble, a certified senior advisor with Warren Coble and Associates. And Bill, we're uh, about to end the program here, but we've been talking in this last portion of the show about Social Security. And there's an important point that you wanted to bring up before we head out today.
1: Well, uh, Warren, if if I have always stayed home taking care of the kids and then taking care of my spouse, been a good homemaker, uh, can I get Social Security?
2: Yes, Bill, as long as you are legally married to uh, your spouse, uh, you can receive up to 50% of the spouse's full retirement age rate. And that does not take anything away from the working spouse who earned the benefits. There is a spousal benefit There are also survivor benefits. And Bill, there's another category, uh, you alluded to it earlier, called restricted spousal benefits. That provision of where you can draw on your spouse and save your own until um, age 70 and get more money, that is fast fading from the law. Uh, There was a group who were grandfathered as long as they were born before January 1st, 1954, but individuals born after January 1st, 1954, are required to take their own social security first. And then if there happens to be any additional spousal benefits um, available, they can then claim the spousal. But they're required now to take their own retirement first before they can file for spousal benefits.
1: Okay, well, that makes a lot of sense. And I will finish by saying this. The fact is the you can't really get good advice on these elections from Social Security. Uh, The folks do not have enough time to pay attention to you and to give you good advice. If you want good advice on Social Security elections or on Medicare, you need to call an expert like Warren Koble. Uh, I have found it true where, uh, you know, Social Security actually encourages you to sign up early. Uh, widows, of course, can get it even earlier than normal folks and, and, right. and quite frankly, if you have income, even you're crazy uh, as a widow or otherwise to sign up early because you're just cutting your own throat. And so get good advice that it is more complicated than people think it is. Uh, And and, uh, having good professional advice makes a big
0: difference to folks. A big thanks to our guest, Warren Coble, Certified Senior Advisor with Warren Coble and Associates. Learn more about him online at warrencoble.com. Com. And don't forget, you can register for Bill's webinars happening on Wednesday, October 13th at WGALaw.com. Just click on the seminars button at the top of the page. On behalf of Warren Koble and Bill Alexander, I'm Jason Kong, thanking you for listening to Asset Protection Today with Attorney Bill Alexander. Have a wonderful day.